Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby, and this week we're going to be discussing all things Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. That's right. Now, we will specifically be covering the Fantastic Beast um, movie, The Secrets of Dumbledore, which comes out in April 2022. Um, what we think sh- we should have gotten instead of The Cursed Child, the reasons why we need a Marauders TV show or movie, which I'm I mean, very on. passionate about, yeah. and why Hedwig is the greatest of all time. Because she is. Absolutely. She is. She's like best character. Yes. Absolutely. I love her. So uh, we here at Fan Fatale stand by the fact that hate of any kind will not be accepted or tolerated on any of our pages. So, so. shall we get started? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so Fantastic Beast, um, the third installment of this five part series is going to be called The Secrets of Dumbledore and what we know so far includes an April 2022 release date which was moved up from a July 2022 release date after they recast Johnny Depp. Don't even get me started on this. I know. I'm very Matt upset Mickelson will be replacing Johnny Depp in this upcoming movie for a dumb reason. Yeah. It's stupid. Get I, your ish together, Warner Brothers. I definitely agree. And how many people do you think are just, like, not going to go to this one because Johnny Depp's not in it? I bet you a lot of them. I'm thinking about not if we don't cover it for the podcast. <laughs> I honestly don't even... I don't really have that much interest in it. I okay. never really liked the Fantastic Beast fan tries. I mean, it's good. I like it's it. It's nice. Oh, no. It's fine. I like Newt Scamander. And I like, I like Newt's Commander, and it should have been a standalone film with him researching for the book, and then if they wanted, because this whole thing is going to lead up to the Dumbledore and Grindelwald duel in mm-hmm. 1945, mm-hmm. my later notes. So if they wanted to do that, make a Dumbledore history movie, and not a yeah. Fantastic Beast, let's have Newt's Commander be the lead. Yeah. No, I, I like Newt's Commander. I like... I like that whole thing. I just don't like... I love Jacob Kowalski so much. Yeah. I think it should have been a standalone film. I don't think they should have turned it into a franchise. Yeah. It's I upsetting to me. definitely agree. Because, anyway. I mean, we'll get into, like, what we think should have happened instead of Cursed Child or what we should oh, have yeah. gotten. But if they wanted to do a Dumbledore prequel series, make that its own thing and not have the Fantastic Beast label on it. Yeah. Is my basic opinion. Make um, it just like a like Harry Potter or like Hogwarts Wizarding World stories or something like that. Yeah, what they should have done was J.K. Rowling in 2001 made the three books. The Fantastic Beasts one, The Quidditch to the Ages, and Tales of Beetle the Bard. Each one should have been its own mm-hmm. thing and that could have been a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and... We don't know anything about the plot. All we know is pretty much, like, what Crimes of Grindelwald ended on. Which was Grindelwald gathering more followers. Mm -hmm. And that one of Newt's Sniffler friends stole a blood pact between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. So we don't know anything about this plot. And it comes out Easter weekend. Fun. It's an Easter weekend release, which is a strange release date. I don't think we've ever, like, 
don't know. I feel like Christmas yeah, or like Thanksgiving release dates make more sense than an Easter one. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Mm, I have a lot of issues with this movie. I do too. I think Crimes of Grindelwald was let not good. I didn't see it for a reason because you told me it wasn't good. So now I'm like, why am I going to see it if it's not good? I like moments of it because I really love Queenie. I don't remember who that Queenie's is. Queenie's the blonde. Okay, yes. I like her. <laughs> yes, I love her so much. She's the one that um, Dan Fogler's character, Jacob Kowalski, has like the, the like, relationship with, relationship right? The flirtationship. The flirtationship that becomes a relationship yeah. in the second one. Credence is the brunette, right? Credence is, yeah. He's the one that yeah. was the obscure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, I know what we're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> and both of them at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald become followers of Grindelwald. For two different Why? reasons. Queenie, because, you know, she's having this relationship with Jacob Kowalski and um, her, like, side of the wizarding world, like the American one, is, like, no relationships with muggles, and he's promising her that. Hmm. So, you know, she's kind of manipulated into it. Totally. Which makes me sad. Same with Credence, honestly. Like, yes, he kind of had that relationship with Grindelwald in the first one. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Grindelwald does a lot of crappy things to Credence for Credence to still be a follower of him. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Not my favorite franchise at at all. Yeah. The only two things we do know about this movie, um, The Secrets of Dumbledore, have actually been leaked by Dan Fogler, who plays Jacob Kowalski, and who was also on Broadway. He was in um, the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee in the original County cast. County Spelling Bee. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was the, he originated the um, beat guy, the magic beat guy. Oh, the one oh. that spells all the words out with his feet. You know which one I'm yeah. talking about. I think it. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. But he originated that role. I I think so. I, can't I don't remember. know. But yeah, so um, Dan Fogler, who plays Jacob Kowalski, he has revealed that part of the movie will take place in Brazil. So we'll get to hmm. see some Brazil, Wizarding World action. Which is interesting because we've gotten America, Paris, and now Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, obviously the UK. And the UK, obviously. I'm not counting the UK because that's literally just Harry Potter. Yeah. And then he's also teased that it will be set in 1939, which the first one took place in tw- 1926 and the second one took mm-hmm. place in 1927. So we're going to get a little bit of a time jump there. Yeah. And I think this is only to make sure that the fifth film of the series makes it to 1945. They're going to make five of them? Yes. This is ridiculous. That's it. Did you not, have you not seen the interview? It's hilarious. The cast no. is like on an interview thing for the first one. And at that time they had signed on for three movies. They didn't know that J.K. Rowling was in the building. She walks in. Walks on stage and she's like, yeah, um, this is just announced five movies. And the cast all looks at each other like, what? <laughs> we now That's have ridiculous. five? 
that's a little ridiculous for me. Yeah. Thank you. Too many. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Maybe that cast looking at each other was them being like, what? Too many. Yeah. Too many. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's the little tiny bit that we know about that. Yeah. Of course, we'll probably get more in the next coming months. Some sort of trailer. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. But I'm... I'm fairly certain that a large number of people are not going to go because Johnny Depp is not in it anymore. Yeah, I have a feeling. And then they're going to recast him for the fourth one. Yeah, and they're going to be like, ha ha ha, just kidding. And we're going to be like, too late. Yeah. The whole Johnny Depp thing annoys me. I Right? No, Not just with Warner me. Brothers. Yeah, like, the thing that annoys me the most is that Amber Heard keeps her contract, but he loses his. Yeah. When she was the one who was abusing him, like, what? Yeah. Like, not fair. Not cool. It really isn't. And... <sighs> yeah. I love Matt Nicholson anyway. as an actor. I just wish he wasn't. I wish they had written him a new character and not him Mm -hmm. taking someone else's. Yeah. Had they written it as like, oh, it's a different Grindelwald. It's Grindelwald's brother. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Like, that's a sucky plot device, but it works. Yeah. Be like, yeah. Make it be like, oh, that was my, that's my brother who pretends to be Gellert Grindelwald, but actually I'm Gellert Grindelwald. Like, you know, like in, um, I don't know if you've seen Gravity Falls. I have. Okay. So, you know, in Gravity oh, Falls. Oh, I know how, exactly what you're talking about. Because <laughs> Grunkle Stan pretends to be Stanford when he's actually Stanley. Yeah. So, there we go. Just do something like that. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen, for those of you who do not know, um, the role that I know him for is Galen Urso in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about it last week, but... Yeah, he's yeah. a great actor. Yeah. Again, I just wish it was, yeah, like a Gravity Falls thing or something. Yeah, I wouldn't pass it, put it past J.K. Rowling with this series to make it a Gravity Falls thing. Yeah. I mean... It's so easy to write something in that's like, oh, that's my brother who is pretending to be me for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, oh, because our parents loved me more and he wanted my money that they gave me when they died or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's it's really easy to figure something out. It is. And. Yeah. We should move on before Emma gets too frustrated. Yeah. I've had a frustrating week, guys. It's yeah. fine. So, I I just decided that I was going to do, like, a little blurb about Cursed Child before we think, we go into what we think should have gone, we should have gone and yeah. said. Um, so Cursed Child. Was it a book first? No. It was a musical first. It was a play first. Play first. It was a two-part play that they released the, like, script in book form. Mm-hmm. Got it. Four. I thought it was a book. No. It's a screenplay. It's not a book. Got it. Okay. I have the screenplay. I'm... It's okay. I've heard it's better to see it on stage than to read. Like most scripts. 
Yeah. But I have my own thoughts about some of the stuff. Okay, Um, go ahead. (laughs) So Cursed Child is a two-part play, which they now have recently made a one-part play. So um, Mm -hmm. post-COVID world, they have shortened it down from the two parts. I think five hours of Cursed Child to a two-hour play. Thank goodness somebody needed to do that. Was written by Jack Thorne, John Tiffany, and J.K. Rowling. That takes place uh, 19 years after Harry, Ron, and Hermione saved the wizarding world. And it follows Albus Severus Potter and Scorpius Malfoy through crazy time travel adventures. Okay. They make Albus Severus a um, Slytherin. He's the one. He's the one. I'm sorry. The one thing I have a problem with out of everything in Cursed Child is the two most Gryffindor characters in the book series have a Slytherin son. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. I agree. I'm also mad because Rose is not in it at all. Rose Granger Weasley. What the heck? Why not? I don't know. I'm I'm sorry, but if one of my major rewrites that I would have done is have it be a trio similar to Ron, Harry, and Hermione, and have Rose yeah. be the Hermione. Yeah. And then Albus be our Harry, and then Scorpius be our Ron. Yeah. I love Scorpius Malfoy, though. I love him so much. I'm not very familiar with Chris Child, if you can't tell. <laughs> He's like a little Ravenclaw Slytherin bean. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. And then Albus is being their, like, Order of the Phoenix, Harry. Just Got it. very sassy. Got Oh, sass, sassy boy. Sassy um, and very moody boy. Uh-huh. Okay. Got it. But, yeah. There are so many things we could have gotten that weren't Harry's kids' generation. Yeah. Or just, like, <laughs> rewrites to make it better. <laughs> yes. Because I I don't think it should have been time travel. That is the no. biggest problem I have with it, is they say in Order of the Phoenix that all of the time turners have been destroyed. Except for that one. Except for the one that they use. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the logic could be that, like, oh, it was handed down, like... Hermione gave it to Albus as, like, a present whatever. or something. It should have been Rose. Like, if they wanted a time travel thing, it should have been, been Rose. Rose. It should have been Rose. <laughs> I just want Rose in this. So, what I'm hearing is that this is a major F on their part. <laughs> yeah. So, we're just talking about think, all of the, like, failed franchises today. Weirdest, <laughs> yeah, I think the weirdest part is that they have a daughter of Voldemort and Bellatrix. Don't think about it Ugh. too long. Because she's like like 20 years old, so it happened during the Second Wizarding War? Do not like that. No, and she's our main bad. You don't like it. Do not like. Uh-uh. I'm sorry, it should have been like... Here is an idea for the plot. 
Death Eaters break out of Azkaban because they've done it before, like the ones that they've rounded up. Or Harry's trying to round up the last one because he's an R in this, which problems with that. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. But the R's are rounding up the last ones, and the last one confronts Albus thinking it's Harry because they are supposed yeah. to look similar. There we go. It's already fixed. Better plot. No time travel. Mm-hmm. Make it, like, a similar plot to, like, um, Prisoner of Azkaban, where everybody's like, oh, he's coming for you. He's going to get you, you know? Yeah. And then it it doesn't have to necessarily be similar to Prisoner of Azkaban in that it's serious being like, I'm here to help you, Harry. But, like, make it be, like, similar plot points where everybody is like, oh, you got to be careful and build up this suspense till you get to this giant battle. Yeah. Because it could have been so many Death Eaters. Yeah, it could maybe been not just one. Maybe it could be, yeah, werewolf bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I I, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, and if it, if we could have had anything though, um, I would have rather it be a different era than just like nineteen years later. All oh, good. same. Like um, a Marauders show. Like a Marauders show, or even the founders of Hogwarts. Yeah. Like we need to 1400s, do that too. 900s. Yeah, we need that. Because Also, I'm, I love... I, I just want that so bad. I, I just want the founders something. I would also love if they did like a House of Black one, like they are doing right now. Like if they did House of Black on stage, that'd be dope. Yeah, or the... If it had to be someone related to the Harry Potter story, Voldemort's backstory. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of other fun stuff that you can do. Yeah. Or, hear me out, just totally parody the ish out of the first Harry Potters and just do a Harry Potter musical. Or a Harry Potter musical. But Pops is literally like, it tells all seven years of um, Harry at Hogwarts. But from the Hufflepuff's point of view. Yeah. Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. What is a Hufflepuff? And then Cedric just sips slowly back down like, I don't know. (laughs) I was listening to that on repeat the other day. I know you were. Yeah, I got... You were listening to to that and I was listening to Newsies. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I was just like... Gotta get back to Hogwarts. Gotta yeah. get back to school. Gotta get back to Hogwarts. I have to film Marauders going into Marauders. I have to film my Marauders characters by Sunday. We're recording this the week of Halloween. Yeah. There's a very You're important screwed. thing that happens um, on Halloween. No, you won't. Oh. I'm going to be evil on Halloween with those two characters. Uh, Shall we get into Marauder stuff? This is just random notes absolutely. that I came that I was like, I am mad. I am writing notes about. And it's like three pages of notes on no, why. That is totally valid because these are very true. Like, seriously. So, we need to see. No, we. what we need to see is we need to see. The actual relationship between Lily and James. Or not just like through... the true version, not through Sirius, yeah. Remus, Dumbledore, McGonagall, or even Snape's 
memories eyes. or talking yeah. or eyes or whatever. Perspective or whatever. What it actually is. Yeah, because their memories are skewed by, like, remembering their friend or foe, for Snape yeah. in James's case, who tragically died trying to save Harry. Yeah. Like, they're remembering them as, like, martyrs. Yeah. That sacrifice themselves. You like, mean, and the only... You mean what? martyrs? Yeah, that's what I said. You said murderers. No, I said martyrs. I heard murderers. I was like, wait, what? I said martyrs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I meant martyrs if I said... I heard murderers, but I could be wrong. <laughs> oh, no. But briefly mentioned in Prisoner of Azkaban, the book, is... Uh, Frank that goes awry that Snape is curious about Remus and where he goes every month for werewolf stuff and serious jokes to Snape to follow Lupin through the passage beneath the whopping willow like pretty much like if he did he would have died then and there yeah and James Potter realizing Snape would encounter werewolf stops Snape from going through saving his life yeah and then, of course, we get the worst memory in Order of the Phoenix, where Snape calls Lily a mudblood after being bullied by a young James Potter in Sirius Black. And then in Snape's mm-hmm. memories in Deathly Hallows, we see a lot of Snape and Lily's early relationship. Like, most yeah. of this is first year or before of the relationship. Yeah. It's we see him meeting a nine-year-old Lily on a playground and their friendship blossoming and then their first train ride aboard the Hogwarts Express where they meet James and Sirius. And it's there where Snape is like, oh, I wish that you'd be in Slytherin, Lily, um, because he believes it is a house for brains over brawn. Well, James tells him that he wants to be in Gryffindor for the brave of heart. Because they're in the same train compartment together. And then mm-hmm. we see Snape and Lily's sorting. Like, all of that, four bullet points worth of information, is all before their first year. And then we get into, like, the growing rivalry yeah. between James and his friends. And then him trying to warn Lily to, like, stay away from the Marauders and her being more concerned with him growing in fascination with dark magic and then the night yeah when he called her a mudblood and her refusing to accept his apology because you know he called her a slur yeah and i mean not only that like she's pretty upset with him not just because of that but like she's like hey maybe you shouldn't mess with dark magic and he's like leave me alone i'm gonna do what i want to do I'm and he keeps doing it anyway. The footsteps of Lucius. Yeah, and she's like, "You probably shouldn't do that." And he's like, "No, I want to," and he does it anyway. Yeah. So it's like every everybody else's perspective is totally different on the situation oh, yeah. that happened. So like, just from this bit, just from like that beginning bit, I could see that taking easily forty five minutes of a of a film. Yeah. 
Especially, Easily. like, if we got to really see their relationship develop before Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they were close. They met when they were nine years old. They get their letter yeah. at age 11. Yeah. Like, there it's, could be easily a good 15 to 20 minutes just waiting for them to get their letters. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it's not mentioned in this, but it is mentioned in the books. Petunia writes to Dumbledore to try to get accepted into Hogwarts. And there's a whole argument between Lily and Petunia. Mm-hmm. At the train station, because Lily read her mail. Petunia's mail. Hmm. That's, like, kind of sad, maybe. And it gives a good backstory as to why Petunia is the way way she she is. is. Yeah. And then we could see, like, later when James and Lily start to actually fall in love. And, like, her introducing Mm -hmm. him to Petunia. Yeah, and to just the whole family in general. Yeah, and we, and something I didn't even mention, we'd get to see Peter slowly going toward the Death Eaters. Yeah. Because we and have a no backstory thing. for that. Yeah, it's just like, oh, he used to be our friend, and then he turned on us, and then he, now he's a Death Eater. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that can go into that. Like, they could make him, like, the main bad of the movie. Yeah. Or TV series. Like, along like with... Would... I feel oh, like I was gonna it could say, be like... a TV series. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, it could be, like, Peter and Voldemort together are, like, the main bads of the movie. Like, Peter's is, like, is, like more of a main character than Voldemort is because Peter is yeah. closer to the Marauders and, like... But, like, still. And then someone I mentioned a little bit later... Um, about, like, we get to see the first Wizarding War, or first Wizarding mm-hmm. War and the Order of the Phoenix. I put world in our notes, I'm at war. But that would mean <laughs> that we get to see Alice and Frank Longbottom yeah. in their prime before they get tortured out of their minds and can't raise their own son. Mm-hmm. Or and Regulus we'd get Black. to meet Regulus. Because then we'd get more backstory with R.A.B. With um, the 6th and 7th mm-hmm. book slash movies. Yeah. And then Gideon yeah. and Fabrian um, Pruitt, who are Molly's twin brothers. They are murdered before the war's end. Mm-hmm. So we'd get to see Molly having to deal with her brother's loss. Yeah. And then it puts a really good, like, then watching that and then having to watch her lose her son, who is also yeah. a twin. Like, it puts a totally different perspective on that. Yeah. And then two of the Marauder's classmates, Marlene McKinnon and Dorcas Meadows, they end up dying as well. Like, these girls were probably Lily's doormates. Probably, Yeah. Because they're both Gryffindors, and Marlene's whole family line is wiped out by Death Eaters. Yeah, and that's a whole other thing. Like, it would actually show how much loss that the war caused. Yeah. And I think seeing what the first Wizarding War really did to the whole Wizarding world would really put into, again, put into perspective what they did when it came to the second yeah right like 
all of those people who had to live through the first one, especially like in the ministry when they're like denying that he's back, denying that it's happening because they're in denial because they lived through it the first time and they don't want to have to do it again. Yeah. And we get to see the initial aftermath of the first war in the show. I think it'd be really good thing to look into. Then, like, a Dumbledore telling Willie and James about the prophecy and being like, hey, you mm-hmm. need a secret keeper. And not just that, we'd get Hogwarts moments with the Marauders. Them finding out about Remus being a werewolf. Them becoming mm-hmm. Animaguses. Them making mm-hmm. the Marauders map. Yeah. Like, how the F did they do that? Like, because they became Animaguses, it's predicted for, like, fandom and cosplay purposes. In their fifth year of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Because it takes, like, two years, according to J.K. Rowling, to become an Animagus. Mm-hmm. It took them two years. So they started when they were in their third year. Yeah. And I think they had already made the map by then, by their third year. Yeah, and it's like, okay, you are a third year. How the heck can you do this? <laughs> exactly. Think about what Harry, Ron, and Hermione were doing so their would- third year. I guess they had like Like, one of the most complicated potions the year before, but. But like, okay, brewing a complicated potion and then making up an entirely, like. An entire magic entirely brand new map. Yeah, like that's a whole different thing. Like with a potion, you got a book, you got to follow it and you do it, you know? Yeah, it's chemistry. It's cooking. Yeah. Whatever. It's cooking. It's baking. It's it's the same thing. Yeah. Whereas, like, creating an object from a piece of parchment, like, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, how freaking smart do you gotta be to do that? Yeah, like, everyone thinks that they're dumb pranksters. No, but, but they're they not. They're so smart. They have to be very smart. smart. Yeah. They had to be geniuses to be able to do the kind of stuff that they're doing. Yes. And I just, yeah. I, I just love the, what fan, um, fandom and like fan fictions have taught me about the, them finding out about Remus being a werewolf. They're just like, okay. And <laughs> yeah. I don't think about like, you okay, any different. What do you want us to do about it? Yeah. Like what? Do you want us to bring you chocolate and water? That's fine. We could do that. Yeah. What do you want? You want us to leave you alone? Okay, fine. Bye. Also, like, because there's five people in each dormitory in Hogwarts, like in each room. Mm-hmm. That means that Frank Longbottom was probably their roommate. Poor guy. <laughs> He's probably like, what the F? I just want to go to bed. Come on. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's like... <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why the first audio that I thought of was that one TikTok audio where he goes, look at my trousers. What's wrong with them? Look at the fucking size of them. <laughs> or, or the marauders are coming up with their next prank and they break something in the room. Oh no, the table. It's broken. It's broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or... Her sister was a witch. What <laughs> was her sister? A princess. A princess. 
I feel like the martyrs can be very big John Mulaney. Oh, totally. Also, I another thing that we would see is Halloween night of 1981. Yeah, I don't want to see it, though. And then November 1st of 1981. Uh... For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, October um, 31st, 1981, Halloween of 1981, is the night that James and Lily are murdered by Lord Voldemort, and Harry becomes an orphan, and Voldemort stops. We would finally have confirmation that Crookshanks was the Potter's cat. Yes! We've been saying this. We would finally have confirmation that Crookshanks was the Potter's cat. And then November 1st is when Sirius is arrested and taken to Azkaban for betraying the Potters and murdering Pettigrew. Mm Mm-hmm. Halloween is a big time of year for Harry Potter and Marauders cosplayers. Seriously. I was going to say, and then we could see the trial against Sirius, but then I was like, oh, wait, there wasn't one. They definitely did not do a trial. I was like, there was not one. Yeah. Which I think is lame. Because, like, Lucius got a trial because he's out free. Yeah. Like He was just like, I was in period to do all that stuff, and he got scot-free. Or yeah, Sirius they were like, immediately thrown in prison. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Veritaserum exists for a reason. Yeah. And they never use it. They never use it. We've already talked about this. But. Mm. They only use it to get information from Harry and friends in Order of the Phoenix. That they want. Like, they only use it when they want to. Not when they don't want to. They don't want to. Like, who, whose brilliant idea was it? That where they were like, no, nah, we don't need to use Veritaserum. No, we don't need to give him a trial. Just throw him in jail. It's fine. He's guilty. Like, who? Who? I don't mm. know. Also, my big thing with Bannon that I truly believe is Marlene McKinnon is Lily's best friend. And mm-hmm. that she would have been Harry's godmother. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what would be really interesting, though? With what? this first wizarding war and like us cover the series covering it, is Molly mm-hmm. and Arthur weren't in it because they were too busy having their like army of kids. I was just gonna say like their million <laughs> children. Yes, because like at the point of when the wizarding war was done, they had six of the seven. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you do have a point. Yeah. Because they, did I say what Or they had five and she was pregnant. Well, no, Ron's older than Harry, I'm pretty sure. They have to be the same age if they're both in. Well, like, first month-wise older. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I used to know. Okay, hold on. Because I know Harry's birthday is July 31st. Uh Uh-huh. Uh... 1980. Ron is March 1st of 1980. Okay, they're barely, barely any different. Okay. When's Hermione? (laughs) Okay, so she's the oldest of the three. Okay. September 19th of 1979. Hmm. So she had just missed the cutoff. Yep. For the September 1st date. There you go. 
Interesting. Interesting. She does. She definitely gives the oldest kid energy. Oh, totally. Totally. And Let's then the see. Weasley what? twins are April first. Of course, they that's are. the only one I know at this point is that they're that April first. That one hundred percent makes sense. <laughs> that uh, absolutely makes sense. And we're back. That's right. That was a nice break. What'd you do for your break? I scrolled on TikTok for a little bit. <laughs> Mood. I watched a very interesting TikTok about Guy Fieri. I. Well, it was a Spider-Man Far From Home TikTok. Of course it was. It's me. Yeah. It was the audio that's the, um, and I talk shit about you on the internet. And it was talking about Mephisto. Not seen that. Oh. I'll send it to you. You'll have to send it to me. Yeah. Yeah. So send it to Sean. Anyway. So anyway... Why? Let's get into this last, yes. last Why topic. Hedwig is the greatest of all time. The goat. I love the goat. Her. And the reasons I found. Yes. Yeah. The reasons Me I found are from too. the wizardingworld.com, which is the new Pottermore. Um, and yeah. the article was literally called Four Reasons Hedwig Was Better Than Everyone Else at Hogwarts. Hedwig she is was. the only unproblematic character in the whole thing the only one who doesn't have any problems at all Mm -hmm. like actually the best character because we only have one more topic and that is why she is the greatest and i just loved the article i found from the wizarding world just Mm -hmm. because it's called four reasons why she was better than everyone else which is true she's better than literally every other character every single one give me a character i will tell you she is better she is don't she even argue and... like Dumbledore because we've hated no. on him multiple times on this podcast. Hardcore. No. We okay. here at Fan Her Thomas do not like Albert Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. Yeah. No. Her Hedwig and Norbert are the only two characters. No, no, no. Let me finish. They're the only two characters I have tattooed on my body. Oh. <laughs> For a reason. I thought you were talking about being unproblematic, and I was like, yeah, Neville. No. Neville's pretty unproblematic. No. And, Lil- oh, I have, and Luna. I have Norbert the dragon and Hedwig the owl, and it's I perfect. Love I love and that so much. Beautiful. Yeah. So, let's get into why she actually is the best, because there have to be reasons other yes. than just she's she the best. Because she is. I mean, it's, it's um, fact. So the first one that this said was that Hedwig had character. And I was talking about her feisty spirit because she would always, like, gaze at Harry um, reproachfully or nip his Mm -hmm. finger or cuff him about the head with her wing whenever she was just mad at him because he was being an idiot. Which happened a lot. You dummy smack. Yes. You dummy nip like all the time ready this is a quote from chamber of secrets the soup was stone cold but he drank half of it in one gulp then he crossed the room to hedwig's cage and tipped the soggy vegetables at the bottom of the bowl into her empty food tray she ruffled her feathers and gave him a look of deep disgust 
It's no good turning your beak up at it. That's all we've got, said Harry grimly. Yeah. Like, she's being sassy toward his food. She's so sassy. She's <laughs> like, I don't want that. She's like, eh. Yeah. Like, what? Okay. And then she was more than just Harry's pet. Like, yeah. she was the only, like, reminder that she ha- that he had of Hogwarts when he was at the Dursleys every summer. Mm-hmm. Like, she was the only one. I know. And then, like, like, it literally says this in Order of the Phoenix, Hedwig was the only friend he had at number four Privet Drive. Yeah. Which is, obviously, yes. Yes. It's true. It's true, but devastating. And then when he felt yeah, overwhelmed really or couldn't deal with Ron and Hermione spickering, he would literally just go to the Hogwarts Owlery to hang out with Hedwig. Yeah. I love her. She's just the, the sweetest, and she just gives him love, and, like... That's <sighs> what he needs. That's all he needs. He's had a sad childhood. He needs a little bit of love. He needs her. I know. They and need each other. Him. They need each other. This is why Hedwig's death is the most tragic death out we'll of any of them. We'll, we'll get to that. That's literally part number four. If you look at number four. Okay. 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 We'll we'll get there. But <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So the third reason is she's freaking genius. Yeah, she is. She's so smart. Not just for a birth. Like she's like smart, smart. Yes. You want to yeah. go into the reasons? You can. You can as well. well I've I talked a lot in this. Yeah, but I'm going to talk a lot next week, so. Oh, true. Okay. So, in the books, they address all the letters that are intended for Sirius as snuffles. So, if they get intercepted by the ministry, they're not like, oh, Harry knows where Sirius Black is. You know, the mass murderer on the loose. Yeah. And without an address... Quote-unquote mass murderer. Yeah. I'm I'm literally calling him that because that's what the... (laughs) What the ministry would call him. wrong. And there was never even an address on the envelope. Like, she just knew that Snuffles meant Sirius and just knew to immediately go there. And then she was able to follow mm-hmm. complex instructions. My favorite one was in Order of the Phoenix. She um, she was told to keep pecking at Ron and Hermione until they've written decent length answers to why they've been ignoring Harry all summer. Oh my gosh. So she's like literally like pecking at them until they answer Harry. I love that for her. She's great. Like I love that Harry ordered her to do that, but I love that she actually did it. She's like, yeah, that's right. F them. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Peck, 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 peck. And then she always managed to show up wherever Harry was, including like, in Prisoner of Azkaban when he just like straight up runs away. Yeah. You cannot convince me that Hedwig isn't like somebody's animagus form or something. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if that's what we actually got instead of her just being his bird? Oh my gosh. Like, what if? What if in the Marauders movie, 
they explain Marlene that McKinnon. Hedwig. Yes. She she died, quote unquote, and then she just like lived in her animagus form for the rest of her life as Hedwig. Come on! I love that. It's so- that would be awesome. I love how you and I were on the same wavelength. Is it being Marlene? And I mean, it works because like we never see her like. Hmm. Oh, I was just saying. I love how. We both agreed that it would be Marlene. Yeah, and it works because we never see, like, Hedwig's dead body. So, like, who knows if when she died, she she turned into somebody else. She turned out of her animagus form. Yeah, because, you know, when she dies, she's dying, like, protecting Harry's life. So she's doing, like, something for her friend Lily. You know, Lily yeah. died to save Harry's life. And so did Marlene. <laughs> Come on. You cannot this, Okay, me I this swear if this became true, we we would be the next like Super Carlin brothers cuz they predicted something with a Fantastic Beast series that was like announced true at a Fantastic Beast event like in a trailer and they were like moments away from JK Rowling and the like cast. Like they were like probably as close as the computer was to the cast and JK Rowling and they found out that one of their theories was true. And it was, if you guys have seen the movie, you know that we see um, Nagini, like, she's like an animagus or something. Hmm. And, you know, they predicted that this woman would, uh, because they hadn't announced what her role was, that she was just going to be part of the circus. But Mm -hmm. on, like, a little circus stub that was in, like, the first trailer, they saw, like, a snake transforming act with a woman. Mm -hmm. And they're like... Is she Nagini? That's be Nagini. And then it was announced what her name was at, in a trailer where they were like five feet from the actress mm-hmm. playing that role. Yeah. If that is That's true. Really cool. We're that the next be, Super Carlin Brothers. Here that would you go. be awesome. <laughs> Here you go, JKR. Listen to this podcast. Please. We will have you on. <laughs> We will talk about it, and we're going to say, this is what's going to happen, and this is how it's going to go down. And then you're going to be like, huh, interesting. Writes down everything we say. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So. Yeah, and she even shows up in, um, what was it, Half-Blood Prince, when Dumbledore was like, Harry, I'm going to just take you for a few minutes. Um, Let's go see Slughorn. She's not there with yeah. them. She's just at the burrow already. Yeah. And Harry gets She's there. like, like, oh. And he's like, how the heck did she know I was going to be here? And she's just like, I just know. It's cool. I just know. Yeah. Like, the- I swear, oh. they, they have, like, a magnetic connection, the two of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she is magic. She is. I mean, she's Marlene so. McKinnon. We yeah. just discussed that. We just discussed this. <laughs> so clearly, she knows everything. Yes. <laughs> so, let's get into this last reason. And this last reason is that she really, really meant something to not only the readers, but also the viewers. Yeah. Because 
Again, this is from the Wizarding World thing that it seems that everyone's read the books. Which is why it says readers, yeah, and not readers and viewers. Yeah, which is which is which is fine. I'm just broadening yeah. it a bit. So, after the yeah. recent release of Deathly Hallows, J.K.R. was like, the loss of Hedwig represented a loss of innocence and security, and she'd been like a cuddly toy to Harry at times. And Voldemort killing her marked the end of childhood. And then she wrote, "I'm sorry. I know that death upset a lot of people. Yeah." It did. It did, Joanne. <laughs> come on, jo- come on, Joanne. Come on, Joe. We were very, very upset. I, I was very upset. I, I cried. Yeah, she was one of only two deaths in the whole Harry Potter series that actually got me emotional. Same. Mine, Dobby and Hedwig. Fred and Hedwig. Yeah. Because I no. read Fred's death in the books, and it's so sad. You know, I mean, he's like, he I'm dies not laughing because Percy has cracked his first joke in years. Mm. Mm. So he's like, you're actually joking, Percy. You've never joked. And he gets killed. So he's smiling. Okay. I'm not saying I didn't get emotional at that part, because I totally did. I was, like, definitely tearing up, but I yeah. didn't, like, ugly cry the way I ugly cried when <sighs> yeah. Hedwig and Dobby died. Dobby. I would just also like to preface this by saying Hedwig and Dobby are my two yeah. favorite characters. I love them so much. One year I dressed my dog up as Dobby for Halloween. <laughs> I love them, too. Yeah. So, <sighs> I love that. She's just the great. She's just the greatest. I love her. Can you send me a picture so when this episode's released, we have that picture on our Instagram? I don't even think I don't have it. I don't have a picture of it. Oh. Yeah. I want to see a picture of your dog. I'm dressed sorry, I don't Dobby. have a picture of her dressed as Dobby. I have a picture of my other dog dressed as Harry Potter. Muffin, like, if you look at her, she looks just like Dobby. When her ears flop down, she usually has one ear up and one ear down. But when both of her ears are down, she looks just like Dobby. That's so cute. It's adorable. My boss's dog just came in second place at a doggy costume contest yesterday. Uh, That's adorable. First place was this person who decorated a stroller to look like a pirate ship and had her, like, three chihuahuas as little sharks, and she was dressed as a pirate. That's adorable. And then I forget what my boss and her dog were. But yeah, she came late to our meeting mm-hmm. yesterday. And That's... she was like, my my peak, because we do peaks and valleys, um, which are like challenges and celebrations. Uh, so many words for it. And her peak was, my dog just won a doggy competition. It was so cute. That's really cute. I love her dog. I would totally enter my dog in something like that. You should. Find find one yeah, I totally by would. Halloween. Um Halloween is in like I three days. It's like three days until Halloween. <laughs> I don't care. Find something. Yeah, I have I have three days to finish my costume. How the heck am I supposed to finish two dog costumes and enter them? No way. Okay. 
next Halloween. Well, next year, yeah. yeah. So. I have I to finish one of my cosplays because I think my friend's going to wear it. And it's one I haven't debuted mm-hmm. yet. And Ooh. I probably will by the, well, when does this episode come out? Next week? Next Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I probably yeah. won't have it released by then then. But it's going to be Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And I have to paint some old character shoes red. Fun. Are you going to put glitter on them? Yes. You're like, of course, Gabby. Gabby, come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well. I debated doing silver because that's more book accurate. But the red's iconic. Yeah, the red is, like, iconic. You can't nod. No. So. Yeah. I think this is a good place to wrap up this episode. Yeah. Shall we see them in the outro? Yes, we shall. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fanfits House. Gabby, would you like to tell our lovely audience what we will be chatting about next week? Yeah, next week we're going to be discussing... Next week we're going to be discussing the history behind Disney Imagineering and the Disney parks. And remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram at FanFatalsPod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? So my Instagram and TikTok are both at SnippyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gabs? I'm at Gabby Gent on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. And our music is by our amazing friend, Maddie Macon. And our editing is by the wonderful Kara Lensmeyer. As always, thank you for tuning in. Bye! Bye. The views expressed in this episode are expressly our own and do not reflect the brand or company they're about. Mm-hmm.